0: You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. When your coffee is freshly roasted and ethically sourced, it's music
1: to your ears. Shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com.
0: We will have a good time. Thank you, producer Paul. We will. We will. We will. Hi, Mike. Hi, Kevin. When we recorded last week, we left you (laughs) at... sorry you call me you call me off guard <laughs> yeah when we announced that we were going to do this episode everyone was like ah sick we'll see you again in july so we have a, a, a reputation that we need to break michael yeah
1: yeah i know we do it's but really it a reputation that's kind of been carried over since wrs yeah i blame rob yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah I still blame rob but Pardon. it's not just you and me anymore mike no we've upgraded we've
1: evolved if you will
0: yeah we have added our good and old you're not old i'm saying you're our old friend the friendship clintus. is what you
1: call established
0: look i got the gray too dude i got it too it's because we have older kids <laughs> it's true That's Who is exactly. it? <laughs> yeah it's because we have older kids they drive us nuts and uh uh but welcome clintus he is the new host of old-fashioned this is a permanent thing this is not a guest spot Clintus is going to be here week in and week out with me and or Mike. So between the three of us, at least two of us will be here every week because Mike has a crazy schedule. I have a crazy schedule and Clintus has other things that he needs to be doing rather than hanging out with Mike and me all the time. So it's true. But between the three of us,
1: we should get some semblance of consistency, right? Some
0: semblance of consistency. Yeah. Yeah. That's the answer. To answer. The one person who was like, are you going to do a live episode of GCX? No, not this year.
1: I still would love to do that. The problem is, is that me you. and you are working, Mike. I, I know you're absolutely right, but we could do like a late. No, even if we do the late night thing, we'll see. Here's the advantage: Pete wants nothing to do with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's only late so night, half, right? We have Pete r- run it an hour.
0: Late night is not even an option anymore because a. uh on the first night this year, we have GCX After Dark is the new name for it, which information Ooh. will be coming out very soon. But uh, it'll be the new programming to, uh, like we did the roast and the awards <laughs> show previously. Sick. And then the following night, Sunday night, is Advanced GGs having an after party. So if you want to go party and hang out there, you can. So uh, I feel like we would ha- it would just be us in a room with a <laughs> Zoom recorder at that point because no <laughs> one would want to hang out with us. You're so. probably not wrong. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe we will do that. We had Clintus uh, in 2019, which, God, it's been that long since I've seen you. I think Pack South 2020 was the last time I saw you in person. I didn't go to 2020. So when, when did we it, get drinks GCX. in the lobby? Uh, that was 19. Pack South 19. Yeah. All right. So GCX was the last time I saw you yep. then. Wow. Wow. Um, but uh, the first. Not the first night, the night before day zero, which is the day before the event, Mike, me, Pete, Wayne, and my father in law ended up hanging out in my room, and just getting hammered. <laughs> that's a you great do. picture. It's it the one on in the my piano? house. Is it the one on the piano? <laughs> uh, no, no that that's Ben's room. room. That's yeah, Ben's yeah, room. Never ben. mind. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, because Ben, you know, he loves to play the piano to serenade himself <laughs> to sleep. <laughs> They give us these gigantic rooms. I use it because I bring my in-laws and they watch my kids, so I use all of the space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like this year, I did a walkthrough last week, and they're like, "Do you want the room with the pool table?" I'm like, "Sure, yes, <laughs> sounds good. I'll take yes. the room with the fucking pool table." <laughs> so hopefully, my uh, my kids like pool because there you uh, go. That's what they'll be. They'll, doing. they'll, they'll
2: learn a new uh, hobby, a new pastime, and potentially a new side hustle.
0: Yes. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I didn't even (laughs) think of that. I could make some money off of this. (laughs) Sending Hunter into pool halls The hustle people a be great. Yeah, I like it, I like it. No one will ever suspect him. He's too cute. He is. He's adorable. (laughs) What what can you say? Welcome to episode 27 of the Old Fashioned Podcast with Kevin, Mike, and Clintus. There, I said it. Uh, I'm so excited uh, with this new edition. We got lots to talk about today. But Clintus, I would love for you to just introduce yourself to the folks that don't know who you are. I am assuming most do cuz we got a incredible reception yesterday when we announced it, but I would love for you to just be like, "Hey, I'm Clintus and this is me."
2: Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh yeah, so I'm, my name is Clintus and uh I've been doing online video production uh, or, or content creation uh a really long time. Like my YouTube channel, which is kind of the mo- my most notable uh thing, was created in 2006. And uh, I became a YouTube partner I think in 2008-2009 and been kind of just doing everything, everything since, um, transitioned to Twitch about five years ago and Twitch became my, my, my streaming was the, my, my primary thing, but I never stopped doing the YouTube thing. Uh, in fact, this last weekend was my 10 year anniversary for when I started my daily vlogs and I don't do daily vlogs anymore just cause life and kids and everything got busy. Um, and like I said, I, I was focusing more on my, my Twitch streams. But I did kind of just, it kind of like re sparked. And I, we were just, I was just in Las Vegas this last weekend for a volleyball tournament for my daughter who plays volleyball. And so I started vlogging again every day. And I've been posting like daily vlogs again. And I'll, we'll see how long it lasts. I, I kind of like set up expectations and saying, hey, don't think this is a permanent thing because my life gets very boring very quickly. Um, but yeah, just a daily, daily vlogger on YouTube for many, many years. I think six years every single day. And after about that part, it was when things started kind of shifting and changing. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a dad, got two teenage kids, and uh, I live out of Phoenix, Arizona. So that's kind of the gist of it.
0: The vlogging every day is because we do a vlog at Rare Drop, and it's like it, it needs more than just me because my life is incredibly boring Monday through Friday. And I don't want people to be like, hey, I'm here in the office again, typing away at my keyboard. So, uh, yeah. That's, so what only- that, that's what happened. That's what happened. Is it my life just started, like as the kids got older and they started kind of forming their
2: own lives. Cause when, they, you know, you guys know, you guys are little kids, like they're by your side 24 seven. So creating content with them is super easy. They're cute, they're adorable. Everything they do and say is is awesome. It's entertaining in itself. And as they got older, started becoming teenagers and their own their own people, they're busy, they're doing their own thing. Hell, my, my kids aren't even around all the time now. You know, my daughter works and has a boyfriend and plays two sports and she's never home. So it's just the content kind of just shifted away, you know, as, as they got older, which worked out because like I said, I kind of shifted towards the streaming and gaming and doing more of that
0: anyway. So it kind of worked out. Isn't Bryce making his own content now too?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, so, yeah. So my daughter started, stream- she started doing YouTube when she was 13 and she was kind of following my footsteps then. She had her own channel. And in fact, she bought her first car with her YouTube money that
1: she's been saving That's for aw- like, congrats. Yeah. That's awesome, uh, dude.
2: A, you you know, used car, first car. I was like, you don't need a brand new car, like learn how to drive first. And you know, if you wreck this, no big deal. Right. And it just, it, and also it's a humbling experience that she bought it with, you know, her own, her her own money. money and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah, it was a savings that she had. And then my son for a long time was like, yeah, I want to do it too. I wanted to, but he's way less motivated and and not as outgoing. Like he's definitely matured this last couple of years, this last year in high school and kind of come out of a shell more. But yeah, he was like, Oh, I want to do YouTube as well. I'm like, anytime you're ready, man. Cause the the trick was this, I teach the kids how to edit. I teach the kids how to do, how to do it all, but they have to do it all. Like I, like I will get them the boost of like, Hey, they have a channel now, right? Here's your initial, you know, you're not start from zero. Like most kids. But you have to do all the work. And once he realized how much work it was and he saw his sister doing, he's like, Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. And then out of nowhere, like two years ago, he hits me with the I think I want to stream on Twitch. I'm like, Okay, buddy, sure, I've heard that before. And he he did, he like, he's like hey, he had a hand-me-down PC and he's like, Hey, can you can you show me how to install OBS and set it up? And I was like, Are you for real? He's like, you really want to do this? He's like, Yeah, I think I want to try this. I'm like, Okay, we spent one Sunday night till like I don't know, 10 p.m. getting everything set up, his overlays and everything. And we did a quick test stream at like 1130 midnight. He had like 20 people show up, just be like, wait, is this real? He was really streaming. You are know, like, <laughs> wow, this is just a test. We're just testing. If he likes it, you know, we'll, if everything's working just fine, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Next day, he went live for a two hour stream playing like Fortnite or Apex Legends or something. And he took off. He became affiliate within a week. And he honestly, with his numbers, he probably could have hit partnership if he, if he actually kept up with it. But, uh, you know, he's a kid. He's 13, 14. He, he uh, He's busy. And so he'd right. stream like two days a week. And he, yeah, he, he's busy right now with basketball because he, he played school ball and now he's back in the club and he's working out with them. And so he's like busy all the time. Uh, but come summertime, he's already looking forward to it. He actually feels bad that he's not He's not streaming. He's like, oh, I know that, you know, like my subs are down, like he's, 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 he's taking
0: it for reals, man. He takes it for reals. Oh God, and it's too soon for that. You can't be worrying about your sub count at that age. It's, it's beyond <laughs> overwhelming. So, we, you know,
2: the Sierra had her money from YouTube and then, um, you know, Bryce had money for his for 2020, because obviously we couldn't do anything for his birthday. I let him take over my Twitch channel for a day on his birthday. And so people were very generous. And because he didn't have a party, he wasn't able to do anything with his friends. Um, he had a good chunk of change that I was just holding on to. Like, we got to get this out of my account, dude. Like you need to you know, you need to see your money and, and manage it. So we created you know they got accounts for the kids and now they have their own debit cards and stuff like that and they actually you can see their money in and out mm-hmm. now that he's got money coming in he wants to maintain that because he's like mm. he's used to being able to buy what he wants when he wants and do his thing so he him. sees the, no no payment on on the 15th of the month he's
0: like oh i didn't get paid this month i'm like <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> he knows how that is
0: can, can you believe can you believe i routed the money to rare drop i don't get it anymore but can you believe people still sub to my channel just for the emos <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, I believe it. Nice. I believe it. I have not nice. streamed since October of 2020 was the last time Damn. I streamed, and on on as as K Magic, I should say, because I still do right, stuff right. for Rare Drop. But um, yeah, people still subbed it. It amazes me when that that payment comes in every month for Rare Drop. I'm just like, <laughs> that's cute. um But catching up with Mike since the last episode, you live with your in laws now.
1: Yeah. So, as of tomorrow, whenever this—well, I don't know when this airs. I don't know. <laughs> as of oh, sorry, for Andrew. right now, <laughs> Since tomorrow. I will be—I uh, will be officially homeless. So my life status will will match the way I dress, and uh yeah. Well, you don't have the beard anymore. I had to advantage, that's what made you look homeless. I don't have the beard anymore. It's actually really depressing when I don't have facial hair. Yeah, I definitely. I think I feel happier with facial hair. Yeah, I believe. uh, believe uh, Yeah, man, we had we we took advantage of this market, man, and boy, did it pay off. Mm, I believe it. Yeah, Mike. Holy crap!
0: Crazy money for his house, and people like saying, uh, you know, like they were waving inspections and shit. Like it was.
1: Oh, dude, they waved everything. It was it was nutty, man. And I didn't live in anything crazy. I live. It's it's a townhome. You know what? it's a little townhome. It's just, it's, but uh, I cannot keep up in this market, right? Like, I can't, I can't. What people are doing and what they're willing to forego in this market, there's no way. There's no way. Yeah. You can't touch anything. Like, bare minimum, if you see listing price, bare minimum, you're like 30K over. It's immediate. Just yep. add 30K and just be willing to get hosed on anything else that you find. It's just, it is what it is. And I just, yeah, I'm not competitive in that field. At I don't all.
0: remember... When I first moved to Florida, I lived with my in-laws, and I remember how great it was to save all the money because I didn't have a rent or a mortgage or anything. But yeah, the but problem was, was that I lived with my in-laws.
1: <laughs> yes, there <laughs> it is. <laughs> so, see, the
0: counter rem- to that is, I remember after nine months selling Danielle, I was like, w- "We need to figure something out. I, I, I can't do this anymore." Because like little things, yeah. like you want to have sex, and like your in-laws are like seven rooms over, you don't want to yeah, be but loud. Kevin, you and, and fucking- I both know
1: yeah but you and i both know it's payback time
0: you have a vastly different relationship (laughs) with your father-in-law than i do with mine let's just leave it at that and not go into granular details it's it's go time (laughs) that mike almost enjoys um that um it's time to be
1: uncomfortable
0: (laughs) well apparently you're not or your wife's not but I give zero, zero shits. I just don't, I just don't want to have that conversation with them the next day. And my mother-in-law It's not, it's awkward eye contact. There's no conversation.
1: No, no. You've met my mother-in-law. You know how fucking nosy she okay, is. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. No, no, no. For me, it's just, it's the power move. Eye contact. <laughs> you know what I did that's to your all. daughter
0: last night.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what your
0: daughter did to me last night? <laughs> anyway (laughs) um but yeah so uh yeah i i I too would sell my house i could almost double the value of what i paid for it and i refinance so it's even smaller mortgage now but Mm -hmm. i would have to move back in with my in-laws because there's nowhere here for me to go yeah
1: there's no point you're gonna sell high why buy high exactly Exactly. You,
0: know I mean? you, you you have to have a,
2: uh, either like a second property that you already own mm-hmm. and maybe like you rent or Airbnb, you're like, Oh cool. We'll just live in here for six months to a year until the thing's right. kind of smooth over. Or like you said, you got an opportunity to live with somebody, you know, you, know, you, have, you have that option. Cause that's the thing. Family, you don't. Friend, yeah. yeah, exactly. A lot of people don't. Even if you go to rent something, you're renting and it's temporary, but you're still paying an absorbent
0: amount
1: of money. Yeah, even rent is through the roof right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rent so, has yeah. gone up. It's tough. Like, it's a tough spot.
0: 38% in Tampa. So for instance, I was looking at a space for my brother in December and it was 1400 a month. It was a one bedroom, which for Florida is expensive. And That's, then yeah, four months later, I went to go look for my dad at the same location because he wants to move down here from New York. And they had jacked the price up to $2,000 a month in Jeez. four months for a one bedroom apartment
1: in suburbia. Yeah. Do you need to remind them what state that, you know, they're doing business in?
0: Well now there's a the also, whole
1: draw. Yeah.
0: There's a home Dude, the whole home draw is, is cost of too. living. Yeah. What's that? It, well there's a home insurance crisis in Florida now too and then, you know, the no state income tax is terrific. It's they have yeah. they have that in Arizona, right? Don't they? Yeah. 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 So, it's great but as costs rise and inflation rises, actually technically that almost makes it more valuable to live in states like Florida and Arizona for in that regard. <laughs> No, no we have we have tax i'm saying we, we have tax oh you do you
2: have tax yeah. yeah we do i think it's it's florida and texas that don't yeah, texas yeah they, they, florida and
0: texas do everything together so yeah, that yeah. would make sense <laughs> um so uh uh but it's not a lot in arizona isn't it only a little bit from uh, what i remember yeah no it's it's yeah it's if it
2: d- depends on the, the i think it even breaks down to like not zip code but like
0: city it's like eight nine it's yeah it's it's not much oh it was when i lived in new york especially when you live in the city it's they take you to the to the bathroom, bend you over and just take it all out. Yeah. Of you. It's like those yeah. cartoons where they would, you know, hold them by the ankles I've, and just Yeah,
1: you, 50% yeah. of your check magically disappears. It, it's like yeah. cloud money. It just goes <laughs> somewhere. You don't know where
0: I remember the point where I made less in Florida, but I made more at the end of the day. And it was, a di- it was a difference of like 20 or 30 grand a year. And I was still, um, making, taking home more in Florida than I was in New York with right. higher salary. So, Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a good time. But speaking of animation, uh, Cuphead. Yes. So, I didn't finish it. I got about 10 episodes, ten and a half and a half episodes in.
1: Which it, I think it's okay. I, like, you didn't up. miss anything.
0: That's the thing that I was going to bring up. The animation's incredible. They even put film grain, made it look old school and whatnot. It looks just like the game. Same characters. Yep. But there's nothing there. At
2: the it risk reminds of me. Se- yeah. It reminded me of, like Tom and Jerry, the old Tom and Jerry or uh, Looney Tunes. Right. Cause, like, in, in a 30 minute Looney Tunes episode or, or an hour long, you'd have like little 15 minute episodes, right? Mm-hmm. Of, you know, Bunny, Bugs Bunny and, and the Roadrunner and, and Coyote. And that's what it felt like for me. And so, after watching that first episode, I was like, Cause I haven't played the game, but I know the, the the theme and everything. I was like, okay, so this is maybe this whole season's gonna be about like the devil trying to get the soul. And it's like, nope, that was just one episode. Move on to the next episode. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> every episode is different, every episode is its own little entity. So I watched the whole thing and towards the end, like the devil comes back a a little bit like he comes back after his soul a little bit. uh, I mean, in all honesty, yeah, you watch the first few. You've watched them all at the risk of sounding like a like an edgelord. I really. I really wanted the show to be darker with the fun animation like that was the whole draw to Cuphead, right? Super dark elements. You know, the devil's trying to drag you to hell, but it's a fun whimsical animation so it was just like a nice little you know play and i yeah man the the show it just the first couple i don't want to say it was bad but it was just flat it just felt flat i remember when we covered the game
0: for uh e3 for worst radio show and their whole explanation was it was supposed to be before the uh animation board got together in america and was you know approving and disapproving of certain cartoons so it was like free-for-all you could do whatever you want and there was a darker side of animation in the 30s and that was what they were trying to recapture with a modern twist now cuphead shows up in my kids feed like it's on netflix kids that's how i found it right same and then you know the theme of it is very adult but it doesn't cross lines I mean, so I feel like it's too adult for kids and too like kiddie for adults. I, yeah, I don't think I mean, they so, hit but their. Demo. So it was
1: like Animaniacs. Remember that?
0: Animaniacs was oh. funny.
1: It was hilarious, but if you watch it today, you want to talk about adult concepts. I mean, hello, nurse. I, yeah. Virtually <laughs> every joke in that show is an adult joke. Just the animation was for kids, right? Right. So it's almost like, yeah, we're going to put this show out here for your kids because it's entertaining to them in some degree. But you as the parent, since you're forced to watch Saturday cartoons with your child, we're going to throw some stuff in for you as well. So, I mean, it's not so overt as just Satan jumping on the screen. But uh, yeah, I I was kind of hoping it was going to be more of an adult cartoon with more of like a darker theme to the story. I just felt like the story. I love the animation. The artwork is incredible. Oh, it's, it's just the story just was flat. Just did flat. You, did you laugh, though? I don't I don't recall. No, I, I I honestly can't sit there and tell you that there was a moment where I was like, that was funny. That's my point. Yeah, and I, don't, I don't I don't remember that happening at all. There
2: was a couple like chuckle moments like
1: huh, like one of yeah, exactly, those. You know? Exactly, exactly. you are just like, oh, geez, like that okay. was clever and that was yeah. clever.
2: It's it's almost like it's like it's like they were trying to go slapstick, but they didn't go full slapstick, so they didn't Yuck. quite go far enough to make it slapstick. Because you're like the you know Cuphead and his and his Mugman are, are they're, they're idiots. They're they're, they're they're kids. Like they're like portraying as like these kids, so they're making these dumb kid moments, and then you're just kind of like okay, all right, okay, you know. It's like that, that's how I, I perceived it. You know, a couple episodes that I watched. Same.
0: Did you um, the the funniest thing that I thought was the handle when the handle broke. And then he was like, oh, you lost your kid handle or whatever he called it or whatever. Yes. And yes, that, that actually made me laugh. But that's the only memorable. That was a good concept. That I can think of, you know, um, so it's. It's. I don't think it's worth watching. I'm not going to lie. i Am the If you're into animation and you want like inspiration or something like that, go for it. If you're looking for like a funny show to sit down and watch with your kids, I feel like your kids yeah. are going to be lost and you're just not going to. You're going to be like, this is not that funny, so. I feel like it missed the mark in hitting a demographic and it couldn't decide where it wanted to be whether it wanted to be for kids or it wanted to be for adults um, and they just like spit out a version of the game onto the screen and that was it um, and again animations 10 to 10 in my opinion I would love to see more stuff themed like that but the the story and the everything surrounding it was just like whatever I don't I don't care
2: have you guys uh i don't remember hearing this on the show but I don't, have you guys either one seen love death and robots that's one of my favorite seen both
1: for both volumes yeah
2: so similar, like it, from what you're saying mike as far as like the animation and like the 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 vibe of it like that's what i love about that is because every one's almost a, its its own style each episode because it's done by different creators different you know animators that is one of the yeah, biggest draws to that yeah so you, might, like, you might like this style the best but then the next episode's completely different style right like yep. it's one looks like an anime one's 3d one's very realistic one's texturized and almost like cartoony like mm-hmm. so like like that like, like i said a cuphead animation that style it gives again i go back to like the looney tunes and tom and jerry like that's the animation style that they're going for but then because of technology you get some more depth that you couldn't get with 2d you know
1: yeah
0: yeah I, D- disappointed <sighs> overall disappointed yeah i wanted more and i feel like it was a missed opportunity on, on something that is again beautiful and looks awesome and is so original and just lacked any depth for for content yeah. from that perspective so it sucks but you know it is what it is it's it's not really mm. uh, uh gonna change i guarantee you they'll make another season too and i guarantee you it's gonna be the same
1: formula um because i it, that's just, yeah because if they were to lean one way or another it like I feel like it would be it would be a better production. Just yeah, lean into something. I can't. That's the, the. I'm interested, Mike. How many kids are gonna ask
0: their parents for the game, and then they're gonna get like 20 minutes in the game and get their <laughs> fucking ass handed to
1: them? Yeah, <laughs> that game's gonna be, That's actually really funny, right?
0: It's just gonna beat the shit out of them. That's
1: actually funny. Kids are gonna cry
0: after playing Cuphead. <laughs> That's pretty incredible. And every parent that doesn't know is going to look at it and be like, oh, this is cute. It's a little cartoon game for my little one. And then da, 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 da. <laughs> yep, that kid's going to yep. be smashing controllers and uh, and whatnot. So <laughs> perfect way to get into Elden Ring. Speaking of smashing controllers, we might be yes. here for a little while. Clintus, did you play it?
2: I have not, but I'm all ears because oh. everyone keeps telling me that I need to like the people that know me and and they like oh clint win like this clint win like this this is not a game for clintus but like i've evolved as a game in the last couple of years where like i used to be just fps right call of duty multiplayer was the only thing i ever played cared about and dlcs that's all i played and then i got into destiny and kind of got a taste of you know like little rpg where like oh i level things up and like oh I like random rolls on guns and armor and then fast forward now like escape from tarkov is my game i love it I'm completely addicted to it, but I played other stuff like, you know, No Man's Sky and uh, DayZ and, you know, I've dabbled with some other stuff. And at the end of the day, what I've learned uh, after playing, um, what did I play, like, oh, New World. I played the crap out of New World. What I realized was I actually like the progression of a character and I love everything that I do, moving a needle, checking a box, like, Ooh, i love baby. the De- i love the gameplay of destiny where the image mean, is a great shooter but i need more now i feel like i have spoiled or like i need more depth to my progression not just an arbitrary number and or rolls perks on on something right because like once you get that one oh this is good a good hand cannon. this is a good shotgun i'm good i don't you literally don't need to play any more of the game mm. and so like um everyone keeps saying like oh everything you're saying you probably would like elden ring then so i need to like actually like my son's got it i just need to go upstairs and like one day just sit down and just all right, let me play this and let me see what this is like, and see if it's even something worth more of my time.
1: So, hi, hi. My name is Mike. Have you heard of our Lord and Savior MMOs? <laughs> Not even that, Mike. Though Mike, you sound like
0: Mike is a FromSoftware addict. He has played every. I am am
1: a FromSoft fanboy. I I am unashamed. I will pre-order. Yes, I will pre-order everything they put out. Everything. Elden Ring in my Elden Ring is probably one of my top favorite games of all time, period. Just amazing. Amazing. And on top of that, anyone who's interested in Souls or Soulsborne genre in general, this is probably the single best entry point into that genre you could ask for. There, I, I like so with each iteration, they just get better and better. My like Dark Souls Three was fantastic. The game played very well, right? Uh, Bloodborne was fantastic. The game played very well. Dark Souls Three kind of like stepped up. Um, Sekiro played better than Dark Souls Three did, and Elden Ring plays even better than Sekiro did. It's it's perfect, and it, it, so the whole idea of. Um, you're banging your head against the wall because the boss is just too difficult, which is what the genre is known for and what FromSoft is known for. Um, they've kind of circumvented that. There is no more linear progression where you don't get to go anywhere until you beat this guy. You're just you're stalled, which a lot of people would get burnt out on in this game. You come up to a boss and whatever the case may be, you just you it's just not clicking for you. No problem. Instead of going straight, just take a left. Take A right, go down that tunnel, go explore a cave. You go do anything other than that boss, and you're still making progress in the story, you're still moving forward. And you're come back later when your weapons leveled up and you're you're, you're you've dumped enough souls into your character, and you just you just spank him, just spank him, no problem. I also rail in these games, I rail against people who cry consistently, it's not accessible. It's- the game's not accessible. Meanwhile, Nothing there's people with me off more. There's no people with no hands beating the game. <laughs> there's uh, like like stop it, stop it. If you if you are of the opinion, so if you came with a complaint, hey, listen, um, there, there's a colorblind issue. They don't offer. They don't offer. Um, You know any any other settings for this totally hear you that's an accessibility issue hey uh, my, my eyesight's not as good as maybe the average player they don't give me an option to maybe make the text larger totally hear you that's an accessibility issue like granted it's hard to read text and text in that game is very important it tells stories it tells you where you're supposed to be going the best way to head you know that's how quests are done in this game completely viable critique right but to come and say the game's not accessible because it's hard, it needs to have an easy mode. that's not that's not access. that's no, that's not the same thing.
0: Also with that too, um, Elden ring is the one game where you can get stronger so you're not going to get your ass handed to you, you know, new game plus and when you progress through the game. It's the one from Soft game where the game is not scaling with you if I'm not mistaken, Mike.
1: Yeah, it's not it you. So the the scaling you're going to see in this game is like if you and I parted up, like if, if you call me and Clintus into your world, things will scale based on the fact that there are more people in the game. So and that goes for um, AI summons as well. If you're summoning just a, an NPC that you're doing a quest line for, if you summon them in, it will slightly change the boss. But that's it. Gotcha. So, so I was having an issue with an ever jail.
0: Doesn't Diablo do that too, though, where it just scales based on how many people are yeah. in the group. It doesn't actually scale bu- to your level. I believe it
1: does. Yeah.
0: Um. So I've tried it. <laughs> this is the third from soft game I've tried. So I tried Bloodborne. Couldn't do it. I tried Dark Souls three. Couldn't do it. This one. Still having major issues, but I just keep logging back in and trying again and trying again. But I'm Dude, like dying to NPCs
1: and shit. I'm not even dying to bosses. I'm that bad at video huge, games. Huge. So I'm I'm gonna buy it on Xbox and just just to play with you. <laughs> because <laughs> thank you. A huge miss. A huge miss in my opinion from on FromSoft. This is on them, right? This this should have been crossplay. One mm. thousand percent. This should have been crossplay enabled. And maybe they'll do that. They have confirmed DLC for the game, so I, maybe they will enable it somehow. But there should have been crossplay. There's no reason why it should have been locked to uh, to to your platform of choice. But I, I'm one thousand percent going to buy it on Xbox and run through with you because once the combat clicks, I'm, once it clicks, dude, I'm I'm telling you, will be sold. I was talking to uh, a Glam
0: Shatterskull, who's I was telling him I was playing. Um, what class did I choose? The, I Confessor. Want to be a, confessor to be a paladin. Mm-hmm. And he was like, You should try caster if your issue is like dodging and, and close combat. Cause he's like, You might be able to get to
1: a build where you're just nuking shit before, before it even gets to your feet. So he's not, not wrong. Not wrong. The he, here, here, uh, what I would say to that, true, good choice. Then and, and magic in this game is amazing. It's, it's, they nuke, they are nasty. But. It's, it's not going to um, make the game easy mode for you. There are some bosses where you will just yeah, cast, 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 dead. Boss right. is gone. There are other bosses that are so aggressive because you have a cast time that it is more difficult as a caster and you will still have to swap over to your melee, but you've kind of handicapped yourself because you haven't dumped as much in your melee because you went full caster. Mm. You can still do it, but you like you're going to need to find a workaround. So kind of no matter what you do there's going to be easy spots and difficult spots no matter what class you choose i mean
0: that's a balanced game
1: though correct
0: you want that where there isn't a class that's necessarily you know oh i'll just face roll my way through this on the keyboard and i'm done
1: there's you know and there's nothing that says you can't just over level it if you're having problems out level it that's what i really want to uh, get into and i want to learn like how to do that there's, there's so many, I'm going to keep calling them souls. I don't know what they call them in this runes. That's what they call them. Runes. There are so many soul farms in this game. Like I, I had one in the first like 20 minutes. You can get one. Like it's very, maybe the first 30 minutes. It's very simple. Um, There's a, there is a soul farm that grants you like almost instantly level 40. It gives you that many souls and you don't have to do anything. So if you're starting a new character, you're starting a new build. You're like, man, I really don't want to grind through all this early shit. I've done it so many times. Just go right to that farm, kill it instant 40. And now you run through everything. So they've made it so like it's easy to do this stuff once you know it. But the whole idea behind these games is exploration. They're not just going to hand you stuff. It just they're not when you find it or you tap into the community who's already found it and they're sharing it. Now you're good. You're golden. I have everything you need.
2: So, so ex- w- explain to me, cause I've never played any of these games before. And I've never played any souls games. Uh, in, hell, I didn't know the name of the company until I think Elden Ring, when people started talking about it, <clears throat> but like what makes them so difficult? Like when, when it talks, people talk like even almost like a, almost like a charity incentive, a milestone is like, Oh, we reached this much money. I'll play dark souls three. It's <laughs> like, so what is it that makes it so brutal that has this reputation?
1: So, <clears throat> There are one-shot mechanics in the game. In almost every one of their games. A lot of times, it's kind of like a gag. Like, you'll round a corner, and just a random NPC will be tucked behind a wall. And they will knock you off a ledge, and you're dead. And it's like, oh, you motherfuckers. And it's a joke. It's a gag. Some of these bosses are more aggro than you've experienced in any other game. They just keep... They'll have one, two, three, four, five, six hit combos... Where you have to you learn the move sets as you learn the move sets, the boss become easier and there's different mechanics you can use. But the bosses have large health pools. They're very erratic. They a lot of the times they are so big that it makes camera angles difficult. So you're fighting the camera more than you're fighting the boss. That's another thing. But with each with each encounter, there is there is a there is an easy way to handle it. And then there's a multitude of other ways that people handle it that aren't as easy. So it's all in figuring it out how it works for you. So, for instance, if someone's meleeing you with a regular weapon, there's a mechanic called parry. If you time it right, and there's nothing to indicate how to time it, you just need to learn. If you time it right, you parry their attack, and it puts them in a position where you can, you can, can what do they call it in this game? A repass? Bloodborne called it a visceral attack. You could jump in and do one. Heavy attack that does mega damage. So you just gotcha. keep parry, 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 and they're dead. So it's just, it's a whole lot of combinations. I would say the thing that gets people the most is probably high aggro. Gotcha. Okay. What are you so dying are you to, Kev?
0: Right, uh <clears throat> Just the, the thing I'm having the most problem with is anything on horseback.
1: Are you <clears throat> fighting them on horseback?
0: It's just the parry. I cannot get the parry down. Don't, don't Uh, I've tried on horseback. I've tried off. I've tried both. Yeah. So that's, that's the biggest problem is anything on horseback. Anything on the ground, pretty much have mastered either sneaking up and, you know, stabbing in the throat and then two swipes and done. But, um, Anything on horseback bosses npcs they give me trouble. And then the problem is, is like, I'll fight an NPC, I'll lose a little bit of life, and then I'm not full health for my next encounter. And then I'm like, fucked.
1: That's the other (laughs) thing they did in this game. See? So in old games, Clintus, when you use your health flask, which just regenerates your health, that's it. You don't get another one until you rest and resting will reset the world. So all the enemies you just killed spawn back. Shit. Okay. Yeah. So in this game, they also come back when you die. So in this game, what they'll do is they'll have like a, a group of enemies together. And if you kill the group, it, that actually automatically ref, refills all your flasks. So you get all of your life okay. stuff back again because it's open world. That's how they chose to fix the low the low life thing, which is great. It works awesome. The horseback thing, dude, that that took a while. But once you learn how to fight on horseback, it's super easy because all those nighttime bosses are on horses. You have to do all those all those attacks. Did you beat it yet? Did I beat it? No, I have four concurrent characters and all four <laughs> of them are moving as I'm moving together in a group. So as I complete one area, I go to my next carrier character, complete the area, go to my next character, complete the area. That's how I did the same thing with Dark Souls three, but I memorized that game where I could just sprint wherever I needed. Incredible. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I love that. I love
0: it. I love it. It's amazing. Um, now it's and this one, too, has me because it's, you know, it's a high fantasy. It's a I should say it's a dark fantasy world. It's not really high fantasy. Um, and that's my that's my cup of tea. So I really enjoy the aesthetic. Um not going to lie, if there was an easy mode, I would have switched it off long ago and just explored the world and shit. But i am been pretty committed to this game more than I have with any of the other FromSoft games. Did you see their Dude, April an Fool's area? joke with Games Workshop? There's an air. Wait, wait, wait what did you just say? Did you see their April Fool's joke with Games Workshop? No. They said they were making a Warhammer game with Henry Cavill as the next FromSoft game. Stop! And it wasn't true, yeah. I was pretty sad. It was not true. Damn, yeah. that would
1: have been awesome, dude.
0: Unless they announced it on April first, unless they announced it on April first and didn't tell anyone that you know it wasn't a joke. But Damn. I, I only saw one article, so I'm assuming it was April Fool's.
1: There's a troll pretty early he's, on he's, in the ring. Uh, he's voicing. Yeah, what? Sorry, go ahead.
2: What? I was gonna you he said Henning Cavill. I was just gonna say he's voicing. Uh, Character, the main, the lead character in a Magic the Gathering Netflix show. Oh, yeah, I did. Wait,
1: when that, is that yeah. coming out? Yeah. Mm, late this year, I think. Hell yeah.
0: Or early next year. Guess, guess oh, who's yeah. going It oh, yeah. Go
1: ahead, Mike. Dude, I am super into Magic the Gathering right now. You don't even, you don't even understand. Are you? Dude. I, I play Arena. I play Arena. Dude, so I, so I was playing Arena and then I was like, you know what? Physical. You missed one. Yeah, Someone, we just talked about that. I, I have dude, no way to play with. <laughs> I have a, a an, an out of nowhere an ass ton of cards. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sure I'm sure it pales in comparison to a lot of other collectors, right? Dude, I I don't know where to keep them all. I like, there. <laughs> I just keep buying packs. It's amazing. And your mother-in-law's bed, <laughs> dude. It is everywhere. I've already made a little bit of money back. There you go. I got three commander decks right now set ready to go. Bunch of other singles. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I so I was really big into hearthstone. Mm -hmm. And Kaze kept telling me to do um, arena. He's like it hearthstone sucks compared. So Mm -hmm. um, I played a little bit of arena. It didn't click at first. I went back to it played it makes sense now. Um, But fully full fledged. it, It just got me into physical. Uh, it, it's amazing. So would you like I, go I to don't... card
2: shops and play in tournaments there, or yep, like yep. The, the randos? Or yep.
1: yeah, yeah, I got, I got two local to me, like within fifteen minutes from me. Nice.
0: That's what awesome. happens
1: when you live with your in laws. You got to find hobbies outside the house. There it is. <laughs> Between that and working on the car, that's about all I'm spending money on.
0: How much have you spent on Sorry. magic so far? Sidecar. We're not going to talk about it. I
1: want to know. <laughs> well, see, Allie's probably going to listen to this. You're gonna get me in trouble <laughs> now you just made all the money she, off the house I, dude i pulled Mike, so. well, that's true no i pulled uh so i bought a couple i bought a couple modern horizon two packs i instantly made all of my money back just from the packs i opened up uh, a misty and i opened up a, an urza saga like off the rip and at the mm-hmm. time they were valued mm-hmm. probably like 80 90 for those two cards um, I pulled another one from Flesh and Blood. It's like a eighty six dollar full art rare, which is awesome. Selling that bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. No, it's I why not? The pack cost yeah. four four bucks. Do
0: you use the money? Yeah, that's something I've thought about doing. Do you use the money to it's buy just more open packs. packs
1: on stream? Yes. Thousand percent use the money to but you're doing virtual, right? Clintus?
2: No, yeah yeah so i play arena but like what i was gonna say is is people have been telling me i should just go buy physical packs oh. and open them on stream like people do that with pokemon right like it's a big pokemon yes. huge resurgence this last year and people just literally just open you know especially the elgato stuff where you can put the camera down and you can do a green screen on your you know on the, on the mouse pad and like there's all kinds of like people actually do like full-on card pack openings now full-time like that's sort of clintus cracking packs <laughs> exactly because the it. thing too you you, you, open, you you open a bunch of packs and like all it takes is one of those two, one, two of cards that potentially could, you know, I don't know though. I, I i have not looked at any of the new stuff, but I don't know if new magic cards have that kind of value. You'd almost have to go back and open some old ones. So yeah. You know? So
1: that's actually what I'm doing right now. I'm actually buying, um, and this I, I already talked to Ellie about, so I don't think I'm not gonna get in trouble for this one. There's a couple, there's a couple booster packs, or booster boxes that I'm buying So I'm buying two or three full booster boxes and just leaving them sealed. Revisit them in like a year or two and see see where their values at. Oh, yeah, there you go. So trying to like just start getting instead of doing the whole cards thing. So I still like opening packs as well. Right. And uh, so I do that. I'm going through and you figure you get in early. It's like 100 bucks for a set booster, 90 or 80 bucks for a draft. Mm -hmm. I care more about the set. Because I just, I like, I like the art more and I'm not drafting the play. I'm just cracking to collect. Um, But yeah, I'm starting to just buy sealed product and just letting the sealed product sit and just, it's like a hundred dollar investment. And then, man, you look at some of this, some of these boxes, Kevin, no lie. I mean, it's probably not a surprise to you, but you, you would bought the box during print for like 90 bucks. Two years down the road, people are trying to get their hands on it for like two, three, four hundred dollars for the fucking box. Yeah, they're nerdy
0: baseball cards. I'm in. Yep. I have a baseball card that could pay off my well, I wouldn't go that far. It's not that worth that much, but pay a couple months of my mortgage if I needed it to. <laughs> Doesn't that feel good? It does. It does. It's signed by Willie Mays, so uh, that increased the value of it. There is one edge that's yeah, bent. Yeah, but, I would think a little bit. Um. Yeah, so... Uh,
1: Did you get it graded?
0: No, because the edge is bent, and I know they're going to be like, "Oh, so I'd rather sell it to him yeah, private. Yeah,
1: sometimes if you get it graded, you devalue what you could have got. Yeah, I'd just rather sell it private if I needed to. I've looked up the value. It's, yeah.
0: It's, it's a pretty good card, so... Yeah, I got that, and I got some other stuff. I never got into those physical card games. I didn't even get. I wasn't really a Pokemon guy as a kid. Um, I was. Yeah. No. I, I. It's my son is. Oh my god, Minecraft and Pokemon. That's all a kid gives a shit about. Um, <laughs> he makes me sit and watch Minecraft YouTube videos now, and then he makes me watch Minecraft TV on Pluto. Because Pluto has the live streaming channels, so I have to sit there and mm. watch streamers. It's like, dude, I got out of this business for a reason, <laughs> and now you make me sit here just to spend time with you and watch fucking <laughs> Minecraft
1: videos. But Remind me the next time we see you that, we, that we're not going to show Grace in that.
0: I'm not going to show him. I can't be liable for what my son shows your son. You
1: are liable, 100%.
0: <laughs> I washed my hands of the whole thing there. I'm I'm not oh. nope Nope. that's on you bud not me <laughs>
1: so fucked
0: yeah Pluto's free too that's the worst part nah I'm pretty uh, sure it costs money no, I'm it's pretty sure
1: 100% free uh, that's what I'm telling my wife it costs money though <laughs> you
2: tell yeah the only thing I was into and I was like I mean like I, I did pogs and yeah, Pog. pogs too. oh like hell pogs yeah get your slammers. slammers out yep and then like I did, I, I, so I was into comics, but I never, oh, I saw this problem. I have boxes of comics, literally never read them. I just bought them. Cause I was like, Oh, that looks cool. I'll read that one day. Never read them. But like I collected comics, but then I started collecting comic cards. And those are the only, those are the only sets that I actually had full sets of. Like I did baseball for a little bit, basketball for a little bit, but cause I never got into sports. I was into like comics. Right. So I have full sets of like Marvel series three, four, they did like the the uh masterpiece versions where it was like really awesome artwork almost like realistic artwork i had full sets of that um, i did a next generation starting next generation full set of cards so i collected those cards those are the nerdy cards i collected but then they weren't games right they were literally just collector's cards um and that's the only thing i ever got into like even po- after that like high school i started playing magic in junior high and then a little bit into high school then i stopped through high school got back into went to college and i went to a very nerdy college so that they played magic i was like oh i'll go find my cards my mom threw away my decks oh like i have binders of all my commons and uncommons and shit but my two decks my all my prized possession all the best cards i ever owned because i had made i made a black and green you know gold goldery deck and then i had my best white red and blue in another deck and when I moved, Dude. my brother moved into my room, and she just like gathered up like the loose stuff, and I guess the decks were like just sitting like in boxes somewhere, and she just went to the scoop thing and just tossed them. I was like,
0: "Dude," because I stopped playing because I was like, "Fuck that!" I'm not, not going to rebuild that shit. Think did, how many uh, did you valuable boxes of cards and comics and yep. things like that are sitting in landfills across the world?
1: Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. Yep. percent. Especially when you look at the price of, like, Black Lotus now. My mom (laughs) threw away a bunch of my
0: baseball cards, and there was some goodies in there. And then she also threw away, I had a box of, I never bought comics. I would only buy graphic novels when the set was complete. And I had, like, original press of 300, like, old Mm. Sin City stuff and, you know, Batman. All tossed. she tossed it the box because I left no. it in the garage when I moved to Brooklyn. She might have sold it at a garage sale. All I know is it wasn't there when I went to go get it. It was gone. So, dude, my brother in law still has it. My in laws. He's got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys in the packaging still. The rubber ones. The old school, like from the like when we were like third rubber? grade. Yeah. yeah, those guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So he's got those uh, in packaging and he's like, I'm going to sell them, I'm going to sell them. And my father in I was like, when are you going to sell them? Because they're in my garage. <laughs> so he's like, I'm waiting until they, they peak at full value. I'm like, aren't they just going to get more? Yeah, over time. It... No, okay. Yeah. All right. yeah, The How much did that Super Mario cartridge sell for? Uh, Original cartridge sale there was one that was from like the original pressing at auction oh here it is last year sold for two million dollars what yeah in august of last year vintage super mario bros two million collectible it was from like the first run of them that's why it's so valuable Mm. yeah zelda sold for uh 870k
1: adults with a lot of money collecting really dumb shit yeah in july
0: it was super mario 64 for 1.56 million just think we had all this shit in our houses all we had to do was save it and save we'd it. be millionaires right now but no just save it threw it out mom yep. threw it out sold it at a garage sale something
1: As it, my, my kids really into funko pops right and whenever we go anywhere really But, like, if I'm going to get, like, another, like, a couple packs of cards, I'll just stop by my LGS, and they have a ton of Funko Pop. And they have just the regular shit, but obviously, because it's a game store, they have collector's ones, too. Really cool, and, of course, that's the ones he's drawn to. And I'm like, man, I don't know. I feel a type of way about spending double for the collector's edition just to know you're going to take it out of box and destroy it. Mm. If he kept it in the box and kept it, neat, clean, safe, like you would a collector's item, I'd have no problem, but that defeats the purposes of a toy as a kid, so. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you give you give a kid something like that, and they're like, <laughs> look at this thing! you like, Exactly, ah! exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: of course, my wife is, hold on, I'm going to answer this. She's facing yes. me. You ready? Here we go. Hi, Jules. Daddy's recording a podcast. <gasps> J- Jules, you have a bucket. You want to say hi? Hi.
1: What are you doing?
0: Are you good? You doing good? That is she she this can't is hear great me. Great for audio and video. There you go, everyone. <laughs> 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 bye dad that's how you get him to not bye, that's how you get him to not call you when you're doing this stuff because she has <laughs> access to my calendar so she knows but she probably in the moment jules is probably like i want to say hi to daddy um <laughs> cause she likes me because it's a little girl
1: and mike you're having a little See? girl having a little girl yeah Woo. i i am so excited dude i can't freaking wait dude yeah, the uh the jealousy that
0: your wife will get when the the little girl Clintus knows what I'm talking about is like all about you. And they, they change yeah. over time. It's not always about you, yeah. but there is a jealousy from your wife that's
1: like I, I thought I was the only woman in your life. And you're like, Well I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. It's about time we get even. <laughs> <laughs> it's about for the last five years, my kid's been all about mom. Well, times are changing.
0: I hope it is that works it, out for you. Is that how it is for you, Kevin? Is, um, it, is it? They go through phases. Okay. Like my oldest daughter wants literally nothing to do with me right now. Like nothing. I could, could be the, I am probably the most least interesting thing in her life. Meanwhile, by the way, her dad was like, wait a minute, your dad's the guy that's friends with professor Broman and does all the stuff with him at school. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my dad. And she, they're like, that's so cool. And she's like, Really, like what it's just my like, I
1: don't, I don't
0: know, an NBD, man. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, it's, you know, it's whatever. But, um, so they go through phases. She was a daddy's girl growing up, but now it's like, whatever. And then my daughter is minute by minute, like one minute, she could be all about me, and the next minute, it's everything is mommy. And then my son is he he is crafty he will manipulate who he wants to get what he wants at he has figured it out oh no he knows the game he he kid's smart as fuck you know he's like we'll be sitting on the couch and be like daddy i'll watch star wars with you if you make me cookies (laughs) if you make me cookies (laughs) i'm like oh it's an ultimatum he's the master negotiator now his father-in-law or his grandfather i should say my father-in-law and his uncle are both lawyers so i have a feeling that's his career path that he'll be following in because i can't get litigated nice yeah no so what you're saying is dad (laughs) that's that's what he does that's what he does he's like he'll repeat it back to you and then put his spin and what he's looking for out of the situation on it and i'm like that's really annoying please don't do that he's got a career path you no know, he, he's, like, he's smart he's very smart you know he'll you'll be like all right we got to eat dinner time to get off the video games so he will be like can i have 15 more minutes and he starts high on purpose because he knows he can work his way down to five minutes if i negotiate with him in lieu of having an argument he'll so be like no get off now And he goes how about 10 minutes and i'm like no get off now and he'll be like five i'm like fine finish what you're doing five more minutes And I walk out. He knows what he's doing. Because if he said five off the bat, I would have said no. If he started at 15, he knows i got to come down. And he's going to wear me down to the point where I'm like, yeah, five minutes. Go ahead. Fine, fine, fine.
2: See, it's funny you say that because my my son's like similar. But what he does is he'll be like, what do we have for dinner? And my wife will be like, oh, it's, you know, uh, something, something casserole. It's like so. It has to cool off, right? Cool. I'll be there in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Go dish me a plate. I'll by the time I get down, it'll be good to eat. Because that's the thing, too. He rushes down when we tell him it's dinner time. He rushes down. And he's like, "Man, it's too hot.
0: I can't eat." He's like, "I could have played another match." And then they set the stage for next time too. When they say that, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. they know what they're doing. Smart. It's like borderline annoying. Um. <laughs> let's uh let's talk about arcane um clintus i know you didn't see it but this was the last thing that we promised everyone on episode 26 that mike and i would watch arcane and then uh take a walk through it so just to touch on it real quick um again another show with superb animation
2: absolutely amazing yes
1: i would even say groundbreaking animation i loved the animation the art style everything phenomenal phenomenal
0: Now, you liked the story. I didn't like the story. I love the story. Yeah, yeah, I'm... Why didn't I like the story? Yeah, why? It felt like a world that I knew nothing about, that they gave zero context to going in, that the characters I was completely detached from, and I never really got much out of it. Now, I realized halfway through the show that the
1: characters are from the game, and this is their backstory. So... So... A prep to prep. Clintus, do you have any experience in, in LOL?
2: I don't. I've never never played it. Uh obviously I've watched a few streams here and there. So I went in completely blind, not knowing yeah. anything about the characters, the world, nothing. And I, I'm just so you no, know, I, I am three episodes in and I'm I'm I've <laughs> digging it so far. Like that third episode is a big one where like you know a bunch of shit happened. You're like, what the mm-hmm. hell? So I'm totally invested to finish the season out. So I'm totally yeah. going to finish it this week. So next next week when we talk we can circle back, if you guys, one or whatever. But one, feel yeah, free 100%. to Talk about it now.
1: Don't you know? I don't care about spoilers. Go ahead and talk about what you're going to talk about. So, well, I, I really don't want to spoil much because, I, and I think even Kevin, really, you enjoyed the ending, right? Like it was. The ending it was, was pretty, very good. That was a. It was a good moment. Yeah. Um. Okay. I so I played uh, minimal LOL. Like I, I enough that I had like blitz on my on my screen and um i enjoy it i enjoy playing with friends and i have a couple people like in discord that hang out and if it constantly asking and i totally should jump on because i do have a good time when i play it um i don't i don't i shouldn't say i don't i'm aware of what the competitive community is like in that game and while i enjoy back and forth with individuals um it's just not I, I'm nowhere near good enough to engage in the uh like player versus player of that. So I generally do player versus AI and have a good time. But I, I haven't I, I don't know dare nothing you. about the world either. I know, right? <laughs> I know nothing about the world either, but I I was like immediately grabbed by it and immediately is was invested in the, the, the two sisters.
0: Okay. I I was interested in their story. But then they had that time jump a few episodes in and I was like, all right, what, what happened? And then they kind of alluded to what happened. I don't know. I just never connected. The ending had hmm. me, so I will be back for season two because of the ending. Right. But the show itself, like I felt like it was a really arduous journey to get there. Like I was forcing myself to watch the episodes so I could get through it. I don't know. I just, it never clicked until the end. I would say the ending clicked for me. Um, okay. Uh, there was one death that yeah. seemed very meaningful, and I felt like I didn't get the experience that everyone else was describing online from that death.
1: Because you weren't familiar with the lore?
0: I wasn't familiar with the lore, but then I was asking people, because I tweeted, I said, you know, I'm really trying to get into the show, and I'm just not, it's not clicking. And I was, no one got mad at me, which was really nice. People were like, well, what, what, what are you... Not liking and I was asking is like is it because I haven't played the game and most people were like no and you should not play the game to find out more about these characters (laughs) because you're not going to learn more. You won't. Um, So I actually ended up on the League of Legends website reading about the characters looking at their skins and everything and you know learning about them that way. And I think they did a really good job bringing them to life from the game to the screen. I thought they that they really nailed it in that aspect. But at the end of the day I felt like. I personally didn't click with the story. And, and I'm okay with that. I don't need to click with every story. I didn't think it was bad. I didn't 100%. think it was bad storytelling. I just... I, it never clicked for me, but the ending did get me. I, I enjoyed the ending and, you know, where yeah. things can go from there.
1: Is... I know you said you're three episodes in, Clintus, but is, is Jinx Jinx yet? I forget.
0: I think that's episode four.
1: Is that four? Okay. Never mind.
0: Yeah.
2: No, so it's episode three was uh, the... You know, the, the, the two kids die and the sisters kind of go part their ways. The guy, with the eye, the guy, with the, the the eye picks up the, the, the little girl powder mm-hmm. that's a, and the and powder, episode, okay. you know, yep. yeah,
1: so you, yeah it's, it's, gonna, it's about to ramp it's up gonna time. For jump. You.
0: Yeah, it's gonna time. jump. OK, OK. Yeah, I got you. And then isn't it like part one is the first three, part two is the middle three and part three he, is the last three.
1: Yeah. And that's I guess that's just yeah. how they released it in segments. It was so that, you know. You weren't going to binge 100 percent, which. I don't know how I feel about that whole concept. I guess it makes sense to to know how they feel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I, part of me is like, oh, man, it left me really wanting more. But at the same time, it was like, yeah, that's that was like that feel good moment that we always had with like Game of Thrones. Right. Oh, I can't wait till next week. So it's it's maybe three. Is that happy medium?
0: I mean, look, look at the difference in popularity when you look at Game of Thrones, when you look at Star Wars and the way they release shows episodically more people talk about it when you just dump it on it, like a giant shit. Like you have that one week of conversation and then it pretty much dies. Like I, I haven't gotten to um, the last kingdom season five yet. And I see no one talking about it since the first week it was released.
1: Yeah.
2: That's true. I, I agree. I think, I think when shows are episodic like that, like, like traditional TV, especially for content, creation. And, and just because the way we consume content, the way we share content, Twitter, Instagram, like, and YouTube, all that, there's just more of it. So there's more opportunities for people to, to hear something, be reminded of it, learn about it. Right. Whereas if it's just a one-time dump, you get that one week of articles, reviews, everything, and then it just kind of dies off. And, you know, so even on the, I think on the flip side for people who create shows, Netflix and prime, and you know, all the, all the stream services, I think it makes more sense for them to release it episodically. I didn't realize that this was done in three parts. That's actually interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Whether the show was written that way or not, like it's individual story arcs. But I like that. I kind of like that concept because I feel like the way the show went, the, the three episodes that I watched, like that was a story arc and the way it kind of ended was like a, uh, you know, a kind of a climax climactic ending. So if the fact that if like yeah, to, if I the, tonight boot up episode four and it's a completely different like time jump or whatever.
1: That's actually kind of cool. I, I, I think that's a cool concept. Yeah, I think it's a nice little happy medium. It def- definitely makes digesting it a lot easier as well. When you just full binge, or even like when we're trying to catch up, right? When you you sit down and you watch, it's easy. It was easier for me to sit down and watch one, two, in this case, three episodes, but you don't have a whole lot of time to sit there and watch nine, right? Yeah. So even just for, from this standpoint, from our standpoint, trying to watch so many things, Cuphead, uh arcane whatever else is out that we're you know if kevin wants to watch love death and robots it's it's a lot right it's a lot to try to go through and digest so from our standpoint selfishly i like that it's being released like that
0: i'd love to follow up with you next week uh when you hopefully finish it you may not have time but at least get through the second chapter and see what you think um of that second part at minimum uh and get your two cents like we've we've pretty much discussed it spoiler free so I'd love to dive in and see. I'll what watch. You think. I'll finish the whole season by the next episode. Awesome!
2: Because like right. I watched, I watched, I watched the three this weekend, and I was like, I just didn't have enough time to do more. But I was like, I'm
0: already like ready for the next episode. So I'll, we can totally go full hog next uh, next yeah, episode.
1: We, you're definitely there's gonna be a lot to unwrap with that. We need Mike to go see Batman too. Ooh! Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've heard nothing but good things about this.
0: I again, spoiler free. It was the best Batman for me since the Dark Knight, and you know how big That's of a Batman I'm here. fan I am.
2: It's I've been telling everybody it's my favorite
0: Batman. I won't say it's the
2: best because I think it's subjective based on what you like. Like there's yep. been a lot of debates about who's the best Batman, who's the best Bruce Wayne, and even arguably like the Dark Knight series being so good, not because of the Batman. Or, or Christian Bale, but because of the villains and because of the story like that, like there's all I've been reading a lot of a lot of stuff
0: since this Batman, but this was definitely my favorite Batman hands down. Objectively, from my point of view, Batman is great because of his villains, not because of him. Uh, he has the best rogues gallery in all of comics. And he, truly he, like he truly yeah, does like He truly does my opinion. So if you can nail the villains, you can create a Gotham world that is alive, that is meaningful, and that you can, and I don't want to say enjoy it, because that was dark-ass shit in there. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, uh, you know, and I'm glad that, that they acknowledged with this movie that the audience is older now. Um, I do wish that DC Comics would just go full-blown rated R and would stop trying to compete with Marvel in the PG-13 realm. Um, like that just would be... go balls to the wall and make yeah. it as dark as you possibly can. Yep, um, that's the way to go. Yeah, that's what DC is. Marvel is, is your PG-13 content, as it should be. Yeah. Marvel is yeah. wonderful. I'm all be, caught be up, the by the way. All I, got, all I got left, Mike, is Hawkeye, and then I'm on to Moon Knight, and I'm, I'm ready for Multiverse of Madness. Did um, you start Moon? So you didn't start it yet? No, I have to watch Hawkeye, and then I'm going to watch Moon Knight. Okay, okay. I'm all in right, the middle I, of Loki. <laughs> I just <laughs> watched. <laughs> dude, Shang-Chi was awesome. I don't it's know so what good. the fuck everyone's talking about so good made me mad i was like why did this get bad reviews this movie was phenomenal i think did uh, it get bad reviews i didn't even hear that yes really it it just it kind of like got
2: brushed aside like it wasn't like that's kind kind of who who is this guy what is it like it's just kind of meh and it's like i and i didn't know this because i'm not i'm not like super deep into the comics but like even like i love the tip of the hat of the man the the mandarin when he yes. th- explains the story about the Mandarin and the Ten Rings, like I didn't know that's who that was, and I didn't know what the Ten Rings were. Like even yeah. when the movie came out with Shung Chi and the Ten Rings, it's like, oh, okay. Well, I did not realize that's what that was supposed to be
0: from Iron Man Three. I was like, what the shit? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's who you were supposed to get as yeah. the villain, but and then they included the whole arc with him. It was great. It was, was wonderful. Great. Yeah, yeah.
2: See, okay. So Shang Chi for me, to me, was was like Doctor Strange. I went in with low expectations. No real like, eh, and then both those movies to me are like up in the top, like, like Marvel for me, like Doctor Strange. T- my, my daughter and I went and saw like one night on the summer. We're like, I'm going to see Doctor Strange. Yeah, why not? It's Marvel. It's probably be good. We left the theater going, like, that was awesome. And to this day, like it's still one of our favorite Marvel movies. Like we love Doctor Strange. Cannot wait for the sequel. Right. Like the whole Spider-Man movie was awesome. Like I love it. And so I feel the same way about Shang-Chi It's like, we, I, I went in, I waited till it was hit Disney plus. I didn't even like, I just like, I'll watch it when it comes out. It came out to Disney plus I watched it. I was like, Holy shit. This was awesome. Like, I think I watched it twice in the one week just cause I want to watch the fight sequences again. Like, cause I love Kung Fu and I love fight sequences and you add a little, you know, magic or, or sci-fi or fantasy to that. And it's just like, Oh, the music. And oh, it,
0: was, it was such a great movie. Such a great movie. That was great. And then we watched Eternals and I was like, uh, it's Okay. That was weird. That was weird. I think...
1: I didn't care about them. That was my problem with Eternals. I just did... I didn't care. You you know, there's a running theme right now, Kevin. You seem like a very jaded person.
0: Well, here's my problem is they did explain it in the movie and they said, you know, like, why didn't you help with Thanos? And they explained it away. And, you know, it makes sense by the end of the movie why they didn't interfere, but it's like right. Marvel's hitting this point point. It's the same problem World of Warcraft has, Mike, where it's like, how deep and galactic can the evil become? Yeah.
1: The, the, the <laughs> big baddie almost, just keeps getting bigger and badder.
0: Yeah, and that was this, and then they solved the problem, but now we're gonna go back to Moon Knight and Multiverse of Madness with these uh, lesser problems and enemies on not this cosmic level.
1: Um, so I just love, I just love World of Warcraft.
0: I mean, I do, too, but I'm playing classic again. I'm not even playing the, the current version. I'm playing Burning Crusade. Um, but I don't know. Eternals didn't do it for me. So Loki's phenomenal, though. Clintus, I my wife and I absolutely loved Loki. It was probably it was weird. So she's an artist. She's into weird shit. She loves like Bjork and all wild stuff. So she we watched WandaVision and she was like, this is my favorite Marvel content that I've seen so far. Besides Doctor Strange, she loves Doctor Strange. Then we did Loki and she was like, this might be my favorite Marvel content now because that was just some <laughs> freaky, weird time travel like yep. messing with your head stuff. And I was like, oh shit, we're going to get to Moon Knight and she's really going to like that. Yeah, so also, just... So, oh, go ahead. The voice at the end of Eternals, did you know who that was? In the secret scene? I didn't see it. No. Okay, so uh, I forget his name, but Jon Snow's Jon Snow, yeah. Yep. Kit Harrington. he picks up that sword. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be a Marvel, I think it's a villain called the Black Knight, which I didn't really know about, but I looked it up. It's the voice that says you really you really want to do that is Mahershala Ali, who's the next Blade.
2: No shit.
0: Yeah, and that's and then it cut at the end of Eternals. That was the end of it. god uh, <laughs> yes it's, it's baba buoy isn't that isn't punisher oh no that's a different group that Punishes with with them hey paul uh, I, I mean what's producer. the other paul what's the other group that punishers in with uh moon knight and blade Oh, wait. oh, this is just science. so. Paul just explained to us that Black Knight, Blade, and Moon Knight, uh, Moon Knight are going to be the Midnight Suns. So that's what they're setting up because Blade's going to be in London now, where Moon Knight is and where Black Knight is. So that makes sense. Thank you, Paul, for that. That was now, uh, now.
1: I kind of feel like you need to have a track, Paul. Yeah, uh, like, it's like like Howard thousand Stern percent with Baba Bowie. Exactly. No, no, no. You need to have a track. Like that needs to be a thing.
0: So you can pop in and correct us. Yeah. Also, the lore. Paul,
1: I I I want you to watch.
2: Uh, that's what Rider. I was going for. That's what I was going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember the name of the group. So Midnight Suns. I I can picture the like because again I talked about comic cards right like
0: so I knew they were a group I knew they were like a team, but I couldn't remember who the who the the. Morbius. Thank you. Yeah, well, we'll talk about Morbius after we see it.
1: I've yeah, I have Morbius it. I've
0: honestly heard mixed. I've heard terrible, I've heard horrible things. Very, yeah, I've, I've, heard I've heard very heard, negative,
1: like,
0: but I've also heard people are overreacting. OK,
1: I have zero so. expectations, so.
0: I seem to enjoy stuff when I have zero expectations. Yeah, that's, I,
1: that's kind of what I'm thinking. I have no expectations, uh, it whatever. So I'm probably going to like it. Yeah. No, I, 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 I need I, you to watch I, I, has I been hotel. Oh, God. Mike's giving
0: suggestions to his weird yeah. cultish, awkward black market television. So shows. Blade is getting a, a getting a movie, not a show, right? Yeah. Mahershala Ali is going to be Blade. He's getting a movie. It could turn into a show. It could be Midnight Suns, like it Paul will. said. Because they did Defenders on Netflix when they had Luke Cage, Iron Fist, uh, that whole uh, Daredevil and that whole group so i could see them forming because you have to think avengers is over until they're going to form a new avengers with like shang chi and uh kate bishop and that whole group so that's over until they form that so they're gonna have to tap into some of these subgroups along the way to fill in the blanks for marvel content and make it interesting and whatnot but now they they broke up with the multiverse so now that the multiverse is open x-men comes back like we could have Nick Cage back as Ghost Rider. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh <clears throat> Perfect. Jeez. Jesus. That's a very large group. Yeah. Yeah, they're mm. gonna fight all the demons and the vampires and all that stuff, yeah, so right? Yeah, I'm on board for that. Got it. Yeah, I dig that. Makes sense. And Iron
1: Fist. So that'll is that'll be show. the darker
0: side. Of, that'll be the darker side of Marvel. They have to replace Iron Fist, though. That show is terrible. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I, like all those Netflix shows, right? Like they brought them all over to Disney Plus. Like Daredevil
0: <laughs> yeah. Pun- and Punisher is on Disney Plus. Let me repeat. Punisher is on Disney. Now I don't. They own Hulu. So I have no idea how that didn't end up on Hulu. They were just like, nah, throw it on Disney Plus. Who cares? The new boss at Disney just does not give a shit about anything. So I want to know where aliens
1: are then. I, I need aliens on Disney Plus immediately. That's
0: Fox. So it goes over to Hulu for the most part. All right,
1: fine, fine. They
0: use Simpsons as as bait for Disney Plus launch. But most of the Fox stuff, uh, uh, it's rated R and whatnot. Goes over to that's why Deadpool is not on Disney Plus. That on. makes uh, yeah. I mean,
1: they, they want to separate the content. I yeah,
0: agree. but Punisher is <laughs> so. Hey, kid, you want to watch a man stomp another man's face into nothing? <laughs> Here, drink some gasoline. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was He's gonna, gonna say, shoot
0: him in the chest. I was gonna say, you guys,
2: uh, you guys are definitely gonna push me into watching more TV, more and more shows. Because like, I don't, I, 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 watch more movies than I watch shows. Like I have a whole list of stuff that I want to watch. Right. Like, and I've got, I've started so many shows and never finished them. Cause I, I'll watch like three or four episodes and then I get distracted. I get busy and then I get into something else. And like, there's so many shows that I want to finish that just knowing from listening to the show, listening to the episodes, like knowing that you guys, the whole Castlevania thing, like I want to go back and wa- I want to watch Castlevania like that, no, you man, know, that was so good. Yeah. You guys talked it up and I'm like, okay, this is cool. But Like, I'm, I'm pumped when we started talking about this show and like, oh, yeah, I watched Cuphead Arcane. I'm like, OK, OK, I like those were on my list, but like I'm going to watch them and I'm loving Arcane. So I'm excited to kind of see where this goes, where
0: what's next on the list, you know? So for yeah, for next week, I was just about to bring that up because we're running out of time. Should we do Love, Death and Robots? And should I finally watch yes. it? Yes. Clintus? Oh, absolutely. The sh- they're Phenomenal. Uh, how many episodes God. is that? There's two
2: seasons. There's two seasons. Yeah, start oh, do, do, do,
1: do volume one and then Gage because in my opinion, volume one is far superior to volume two. Volume two is still All good, right. so but... At, at minimum, we're going to do
0: Love, Death, and Robots volume one next week. We can wrap up Arcane we'll as, as well. That. I'll finish Arcane mm-hmm. so we can wrap that up. You guys can talk full about the whole season and everything. And Mike yeah. should go see Batman with Allie this weekend, and then there's the show next she week. She does want date night,
1: so... There you
0: go. There you go. What better date night than watching a mask vigilante. beat the shit out of, you know, criminals. I
1: can think of nothing better. Yeah. I say, Hey, yeah. Batman, the man in black, you can wear a little black dress. Same thing, right?
0: Then you can go home and have sex
1: at your in-laws. House. I don't see the issue.
0: Nailed it. Nailed it. See how I brought the whole episode. Damn. Clear, that's like, like that. Thank it. you so yes. much for checking out episode 27 of the old fashioned podcast. We're so happy to have Clintus on board. We will be back next week. With a new episode, episode twenty-eight, and by next week, I do mean next week. Mm-hmm. So everyone that's like, oh, shut up. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week. So thank you so much. You can check out Clintus at Clintus everywhere, right? Everywhere at Clintus everywhere. Mike is at Metric on. Oh no, you're you're blocked. You're locked on Twitter now, right? Because of assholes.
1: Uh yeah, for the time being.
0: Yeah. So screw you. You don't get to follow Mike <laughs> on anything. You can go over. To at Old Fashioned Pod and interact with Michael there. Uh, and me, I'm Kevin X Vision on Twitter. Uh, I'm Kevin Murray on Facebook if you want to look it up. And again, at Old Fashioned Pod and Rare has all the old episodes of Old Fashioned, some other good entertainment. Make sure you go over to Clintus's Twitch channel too, twitch.tv slash TV right on Twitch? Just Clintus. Nope, literally just Clintus everywhere. Just Clintus? Yep. Twitch.tv slash Clintus on Twitch. Go throw a sub. Say, I know you have a pr- you have Amazon Prime. Yeah, I'm talking to you. You have Amazon Prime, which means you should go over there and slap that sub on his channel because he can benefit from it, and you get emotes. You do have a lot of emotes. There you go. So, all right, you guys have a good one. We'll see you for episode twenty-eight. Cheers of old-fashioned. Thank you. Thank you.